Hey everyone, welcome back to Casual Watch Talk. We're here and we're going to do a bit of a chronograph special. I am joined by Chris. Chris, how have you been? Uh, excellent. 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 Uh, should we do a bit of a wristwatch check? What are you... Uh, well, I'll yeah. go first because I think yeah. we're going we're gonna to spill into yours. I am... I, I must admit, I haven't... I've got my Garmin on. If anybody's been watching the live stream, I keep accident not accidentally but i keep leaving my garment on because i'm wearing it all the time to, uh, mm-hmm. i'm like addicted to monitoring my heart rate now your, and your steps getting your yeah, steps exactly so i i know this is audio so i could have lied and said that i'm wearing my date just but i always right. have to be honest i am wearing a little <laughs> garment because i have got yep. rid of most of my other watches but i've definitely got my eye on on something at, new which we'll talk about and now but, you know at this point at this point like do you think it's affected your like are you getting better sleep are you are you working out better are you walking more accidental exercise is it do you think you're changing lifestyles or you just yeah this is a great question because i i was most interested in monitoring my sleep because i'm a super light sleeper Mm -hmm. so uh, things will wake me up in the night i'm not i'm not one of those people that could you know sleep through right uh, like a thunderstorm or whatever i definitely would wake up and my wife is also quite a light sleeper as well so we mm-hmm. often kind of wake sometimes wake each other yeah. up and it and the, the stats are showing that i'm okay. I, I don't know how to properly read it but i actually only spend like an hour in deep sleep i can't work out whether that's okay or not but it, yeah. i'm definitely light sleeping I, the most i i feel yeah i think I think like so as an hour of deep yeah I think there's some st- there's some online comparative st- stats I think an hour is certainly light but uh but for for me it's the light like it has to be like not usually sounds don't usually wake me up uh uh definitely been woken up by an earthquake one time which was fun cuz I thought <laughs> I'm like stop shaking the bed yeah that's fun <laughs> she's like yeah, I'm not shaking the bed and I was like oh. <laughs> uh but I wouldn't just, you know, I wouldn't describe myself as a light sleeper. But as far as like the room has to be a cave, like if there is a single point of light, I I, can't, I just can't do it. It's got to be super, super dark. So that's that's one thing for me. But uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I I did some sleep tracking back in the day with the uh, with the Fitbit. And which was kind of a pain because you had to like it was one of those ones that you like clipped onto your belt. But then it had like a special like neoprene velcro band or whatever that you're like strapped to your wrist and like you you know super uncomfortable um yeah i seem to remember it being like you know oh you got an hour and 45 minutes out of your out of your five hours of actual sleep even though you tried to get a you know a full night's sleep (laughs) yeah it's uh, uh, the good thing with the um the Garmin is the app is really good. Like their their app side of it that syncs with the watches. Mm-hmm. It looks it visually looks looks really good, and it does. And it's one of those things where I definitely am a have an Apple computer and an Apple mm-hmm. phone. I wouldn't. I got this Garmin because it looks like a G Shock. It looks like a G Shock, and it's only got a black and white screen. Right. So I, I feel I'm sort of telling myself that it's not the. I'm sort of telling myself that it's not the full smartwatch. Like I've not fully right. gone down the rabbit hole yet because <laughs> I've not yeah. got an Apple watch. Yeah, you don't, yeah. don't have your uh, Apple watch sport, you know, and you're not. But it, it, the app is important. I mean, as far as like taking that data, because that really is the difference, I think, for I think a lot of people um, 
you know, we judge watches on their, their literally their, the contents in your hand. And for the smartwatches, you know, if, if you have no way to interpret any of that data, then it's, then it's going to be, and I've seen cheaper, yeah, uh, you know, cheaper Asian like knockoff smartwatches, but their apps are so bad. You're like, well, yeah, I can't, it doesn't tell me like it just it just gives me a number for sleep. It doesn't it doesn't show me a nice graph or like it doesn't give me actionable information. Yeah, so. I, I totally agree. And, and I do like it when we go, you know, to the gym and stuff like that. And I mean, mm. I, I haven't set myself any goals that I'm tracking with the watch at the moment. I'm just still in the all oh, the graphs look cool kind of stuff. OK, but, OK, uh, yeah. Gonna well, get challenges we... going. Challenges. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, should, should we? Uh, what are you wearing? Uh, more so importantly, you're wearing a my, Apple Watch. Hopefully, yeah. In my non, completely non smartwatch, um, I have my Bell and Ross 10th anniversary chronograph on. Oh, nice. And I thought about I thought about taking this watch on vacation, and I was too scared, and I shouldn't have been really and yeah i i don't know i had this like you having this is my first time it was my first time in europe it was first time traveling like super abroad and so you don't you have some indication of what's going to happen but it's based on the travel youtube channels that you've watched and the scary stories that people have told you know like oh you're gonna you know like oh you know you're going to be in Naples and someone's going to come up on you, you know, or you're going to be in Rome and, you know, there's a ga- roving gangs or whatever, right? And so when I was picking what watches to take, I I was a lot, I was a lot more conservative because I was like, because I, I was like, I'm going to have this on my wrist most of the time. I won't be sad if I lose this and this, this will be in an emergency. Like those, are, you know, so I had my everyday GMT, I brought my Zen 104 white dial, which I enjoyed more than I thought I would. Um, great, like beach, like summer watch, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then a G-Shock Solar, which was like you know we have to escape the country, you know these like crazy ideas that you have again because you you know everything you know about it you've just watched from five you know YouTube channels of various like you know what the what this is going to be like. Um. And the whole time I was thinking about this chronograph and I was like, oh, I should have, I should have brought this and we're getting into fall and I was like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get on a nice leather strap. And it turns out I had the original Zinn, uh, 20 millimeter strap for the 104. It's like that. If you've ever seen the original Zinn OEM straps, it's got that like, I don't know five mil thick leather <laughs> it's you know that it's uh like padded is it or uh i just think it's i don't even think it's padded i just think it's just thick it's just thick and it's like a it's like a new baseball glove like you gotta you gotta work this thing so i mean like i had to pull i had to like put a curve in it in order so that it was just like not hurt my wrist but uh i was like i gotta break this i gotta break this strap in and i think it looks great on this uh on this watch this like dark brown with the uh with the chronograph um yeah i like but... brown straps you know on watches i prefer it over like black leather i prefer the the brown sort of yeah. more chestnutty or like chocolatey brown yeah this this watch came on a uh uh crocodile 
leather and and I don't know how I feel about this but like crocodiles banned now in in California and so we can't or alligator crocodile we can't and you know I I don't think Florida is running out of them but okay that's <laughs> that's that's fine I'm not going to I'm not going to stir up too much, uh, too much trouble there. And, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't really like, I wouldn't know. There are some people that, you know, they can spot the difference between like a, a, a vegetable leather or a like organic. An embossed, yeah. Like a, a yeah. alligator embossed car right. leather. Where someone, you know, where someone would be like, oh, I can, you know, like immediately tell. And you're like, oh, it's, I can't stand it. You know, that kind of thing. That's not me. So it doesn't, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. I think it, I think it looks sharp. But it's a little, it's a little too dressy, and it is the original band, and I don't want to like destroy it. So, so yeah, I've been trying to stuff, and so we're getting into cooler weather. So yeah, breaking out the, uh, breaking out the leather bands. I have a, I have a leather NATO that some, this sometimes goes on too. So yeah, I never really got on with leather NATOs. They look cool. There is, there's a few films where they wear. Or certainly some video games, actually, that I've been playing. Oh, I said video games. I sound like an old person. I've been playing some games. <laughs> the old video I, yeah, games. I was playing like Call of the Call of Duty Cold War game, right, which right. it does have. It's a shame those Call of Duty games because their campaigns are usually really good, but they're super mm-hmm. short. But it's basically set in the it's set in Vietnam and it's set in the eighties, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the eighties version of it they have field watches with leather. Oh, that's great. Leather that's NATO's on them. It looks really yeah. cool. You know, um, marathon watches make mm-hmm. really good leather NATO's oh, as well. Okay. And Barton yeah. do do one if you like that more. Yeah, you know, uh, supple leather. Barton yeah, I'll have to check. I'll one. check them out because they're you know, and uh, on some it does you know certainly depends on the thickness. Sometimes they have to be super thin, and. There are some watches that have a short lug length, like my 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 Bell and Ross GMT. The the gap between the case and the lugs is maybe three millimeters, <laughs> maybe. And so, trying to squeeze a, a you know a, a thick leather NATO through there is not going to happen. And you need a strong pair of spring bars as well, right? For leather, leather NATO. Yeah. yeah it, um. Also, Walbrook, the skin the skin diver that I got that had a fantastic fantastic leather nato with mm-hmm. it and one that i i, I got a, a bit obsessed with it when i saw it was the artisans de geneve collaboration they did with spike lee the cool hand brooklyn daytona that they mm-hmm. did for him where they basically took a daytona and they i think they had a it had a blue dial on it and they replaced the pushes it looked awesome but that one came on an alligator nato oh, which wow. they're at, they're almost impossible to find and i asked yeah. micola at man cave leather if it was possible to make one and mm-hmm. he was saying well it's it's hard to get that length that one run piece of, right. of alligator you basically right. got to cut down the center of the yeah because it's got to be like right it's got to be like 17 inches to start with you know well yeah and it like double backs on it itself back. exactly yeah. yeah yeah so it's got to be like super long in the beginning mm-hmm. yeah so they obviously and it was like a blue sort of tanned alligator mm-hmm. thing and it, it looked it really did look awesome in fact he, he has made me a not a nato but he's mccall has made me a an alligator strap and it's funny because 
it's I've never very rarely have I put it on a watch because it looks so nice. I'm almost <laughs> I'm, I'm it's one of those right ridiculous. I've got it with notepads as well. If I if I find yeah. like a really nice notepad, uh, I yeah. keep it for like some imaginary <laughs> time where I'm going to have like, yeah, like you know I'm gonna write open my this memoirs up. in it. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start my book in this yeah, exactly. in this in this first page. Yeah, I, I totally yeah, I totally get you. I have a um I have a like a leather bound uh a tablet cover that only worked with my like old uh google tablet and i'm kind of i'm kind of like sad that i can't use it for i was like i gotta use it for something else and it's like and it just sits on the shelf and you're like someday i will put the (laughs) i will put my memoirs or my new tablet in it or (laughs) well yeah there's that um that gentleman that i did a review for who makes and i'll have to leave a link because i can't remember it off the top of my head now but he makes watch straps out of other things that you have so if you've got like a favorite pair of cowboy boots or a favorite pair of shoes or a favorite he does a lot with baseball gloves and things like that so um that's a really good uh, yeah for recycling yeah yeah Yeah, that's cool that's cool i suppose it's good if you've got a a baseball glove that you um oh yeah it's it's called the strap smith um Mm -hmm. Just a little plug for him. He did very kindly send me one of these baseball glove straps, and I actually sent it to Stephen, who sometimes comes on the live stream because he's like a huge baseball fan. But yeah, that it's the the strapsmith.com, and, yeah. and he'll make straps out of any right. sort so, of leather. So glove. I need my all right. So I need my Louis Vuitton NATO. Sounds good. This is well. That's I was perfect, thinking your right? tablet case, your much beloved yeah. tablet case, could it yeah, be yeah, turned yeah. into a NATO? Could it be? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or at least a nice, or at least a nice watch strap. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the discussion today should firmly square around that something has happened this week where it's the week of awesome quartz chronograph watches. And there's been at least three that have caught my eye. So I thought we could discuss them a little bit. And if you've not seen them, maybe I'll get your thoughts on them. But first up was, is the, I will say version two of the new speed timers. So obviously Mm -hmm. Seiko's had a speed timer since the 60s, but Mm -hmm. I -hmm. bought the one last year that was sort of the resurgence of it. I did love it. It and I had it and I wore it a lot. But for me, it was a, I think it was a 38 or a 39. And it was just a little bit a too little small, small for me, yeah. For, yeah. for my taste. I wore it on a bund, which helped a lot. Yeah. But they're bringing out a new version. And I think it looks awesome. It, they've, they've bumped it up to a 41 millimeter, 41.1 millimeter. That's such a sweet forty, and and as like someone who has a bunch of chronographs, a forty-one mil chronograph is like such a sweet spot. It's it's not. I mean, it like it's not it's not too crazy, and it's a good it's a good size. It's definitely a good size. Yeah, absolutely. So the 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 colors vary a little bit. They have got they've got a blue one, but it's not the same blue as the one I had, and they've got yeah. a black one. But the tachymeter has a a, a red section to it. The, the first okay. quarter of it is red, and yeah. then my but, absolute favorite, which is very rarely I say this about a silver dialed watch because for some reason I. I I don't gravitate to dials that are silver, but the the SSC, um, so Sierra Sierra Charlie nine eleven, mm-hmm. is 
is a silver dial version. So it's silver dial, and then it's sort of like a reverse panda. So it's got the well, that's no, not no, the reverse no, panda. That's no, the panda. regular panda. Regular, regular panda. panda. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. Regular, fully, fully uh, the non-diet yeah. panda. And yep. Yep. so they're using the VK Mecha Quartz, which as you know or well, both of us don't love that movement but it does have the continuous running seconds it still yeah. has the ridiculous 24 hour indicator on i know it, yeah but... i just oh, i like oh, i want to go i want to go into the watch every time uh yeah the blue um a little more pepsi than the last one it looks a little obviously the rent Seiko can't take a good picture of a watch to save their life. <laughs> so I'm true. sure that it, it looks it looks like a cheaper chronograph on here than the one that I had that was blue, that was a real sort of bluey purple, really sophisticated. Yeah, really so, rich. Yeah, it was a really yeah. rich blue. The, the, and it, what's interesting, too, is the, the dial here, like the close-up, the dial doesn't look exactly like the blue for the, for the bezel. And like you said... I'm gonna. Have to, you're gonna have to see it in person. I can't. You know. Yeah. I can't it, it, quite. I can't quite tell because it looks like a super deep blue, and the bezel, like the way they took this with the light, it doesn't quite look like the same color temperature blue. But you're I, right. Yeah, it definitely looks like there's a difference. It's obviously. I mean, it's very clearly. A, it looks like an aluminium insert there, doesn't right, it? It doesn't right, look like it's right. a, a ceramic. Yeah. But but don't get me wrong, I think it looks I think it looks great. I like, yeah. I like it. I like it, it. It still has it has the bracelet that the mm-hmm. previous speed timer had, which I there's like Terry on the uh, on the Facebook group who has the gold one, and I wish they'd made a gold version of this one. You know, because mm. I, I wish because mm-hmm. I, I think I would be brave this time in getting the gold one, but mm-hmm. maybe they'll bring it out. But it still has that bracelet on it, which I know like Terry on the Facebook group he really likes it, but I just didn't find it. Comfortable. Just didn't, yeah. Didn't it's find, got didn't two. Find it it's only got two positions of micro adjustment. Oh yeah. So yeah, it it. it, it uh, but it's very well machined. It's it's a definitely a step up from okay, from where, like a from like a turtle bracelet or like a standard like Seiko five bracelet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. and the, yeah. the 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 clasp, even though it is small, is fully machined. It feels like a a nice product. The bracelet. It's just yeah. I found it uncomfortable. But it, yeah. it these watches look so good on any other strap. So. That was the um, that was yeah, the super first sharp. One that what was are, up. what are the uh, what are these going for? Seven hundred. So it's right? saying seven hundred euro here, but at, oh, at, there's a couple of right. places I've seen with US pricing that is around seven hundred, and I've actually asked okay. the local, the Seiko AD here, Orlando Watch Company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've asked them whether they're getting one in, so at least I can see one, and I got my last one from there. And Seiko have got if you sign on their website now, they're offering a coupon for um 15 off i think it is or 10 percent. Oh, okay. so i signed up for that yay watch companies taking advantage of e-commerce yay <laughs> amazing it's it's like pulling teeth <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah so i've signed up for that hopefully the coup- the coupon will last i think it's going to be available in november although um terry again on the facebook group he said that his ad this is in the uk or i'm in the u.s mm-hmm. but he said that mm-hmm. his uk ad thought he might be getting them in tomorrow or at least one like a sample so yeah yeah maybe they do right maybe they set expectations they're like everyone will have in november and then like that means that that means that that has to ship 
today <laughs> in order for November to happen. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And yeah. the other thing with these speed timers, if you're not familiar, they, they have a real, they're solar and mm-hmm. the solar cells are incorporated very cleverly, I think, into the chronograph subdials. I think mm-hmm. that's a really cool use of the technology. Yeah, you, you, you can tell a little bit, and, and, and you, but uh, it's very well done. It's very well done. So, like, they're not, like, the black subdials are not, like, truly black. They kind of have a little, uh, I'd say, red kind of tint to them. Um, But, yeah, super well done. And uh, got the little little date, corner date window, a la down in the corner there, the four at the uh, 45. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, which I very much appreciate. Yep, yep, cool, cool. Well, then, next up, and uh, on the quartz chronograph side again is these i think these have been out for a while but i only i only learned about them today and this is watch gecko they they obviously own that gecko geckota brand i think i think that's how you pronounce mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. they they have spun off a another british brand called forzo so there's a forzo g1 which is another quartz chronograph that again uses that mecha quartz, but the correct one that has the countdown, the, the continuous ah, seconds. Nice. Um, okay. And I think they've done a absolutely fantastic job of this quartz. They've, it's super retro. It's got a bracelet yeah. that that's the Speedmaster, isn't it? Bracelet at one time. Kind of look, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And it looks uh, the case um, like a seventies integrated like squared off case um like similar to like the omegas uh kind of like a zin 144 that you know that will that like makes a sharp sharp angle and 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 whatever uh bracelet you have will sort of look integrated kind of gives it that look yeah and they kind of seiko mr trick on that i think on their one because the bracelet is different than the case it doesn't it almost looks like it's an aftermarket bracelet they put on the case. Yeah, yeah, a little more right, a little more um, like the like a presidential bracelet for the Seiko, and a little more, or or even the, like an Omega, like a like a like a you know that rounded, that rounded style, um, that that yeah it does. You're you're right. It sort of gives a little like this could be an aftermarket bracelet on this, whereas uh, the Forzo here, uh, they have the date window correct but they didn't orient the number horizontal yeah so it's <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, we, we're probably gonna have to do a we'll, we'll try and explain this because of course the podcast is uh now yeah. audio only but yeah right. it's between the it's between the four and the five isn't it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Ex- but the 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 number is sort of side on so here right. it's showing eight but it obviously mm-hmm. also it looks like yeah. it, it's and, infinity and this is yeah this is this is just a nerd this is like a watch nerd call out so bell and ross do a round date window but they orient the number the the date number horizontally in that window and so i am super uh uh you know, prejudiced to think that that's the right way to do it. So that's this is this is not a this is this is just watch nerd talk is all that is. Yeah, and this is on par with the with the Seiko. So that they're running a sale where their their Panda version is six hundred mm-hmm. US, but they yeah. they do and a they red, a black, red, and a blue, blue, 
And oh, so they had the reverse panda, which is cool. Yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So oh, black yeah, and white, white and black. Thing. Okay. Cool. And then the blue, and then they've got a sort of the, a cheeky the red. The blue there. is uh, blue is nice. It reminds me of uh, kind of the uh, you know that Hamilton color blue. Yeah, and like the really pan, nailed... like a pan Europe color. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they've yeah. really nailed this sort of vintage racing aesthetic, which mm-hmm. a lot of watches go for that, don't they? And very few of them hit that mark. I think. Yeah, I think they have. Yeah, this this uh, yeah this would look great on a uh, Campionato Club Martini strap for sure <laughs> oh yeah little plug campionato <laughs> little plug a little bug yeah <laughs> uh, well yeah christmas is coming up get your, yeah get your, yeah get your uh get your your watch straps for your uh racing chronographs for sure for sure we'll leave a link in the description <laughs> um and and the the other thing with this as well as we're describing it the tachymeter is on the inside so it's not a separate bezel it's a bezelless watch and the tachymeter is on the inside which uh, from the photos the way that the sapphire is like almost would you call that a top hat sapphire or it's slightly uh, it's beveled? tough to say yeah it's tough to see i see a bevel i wouldn't call it a top hat because it's not um it doesn't like literally rise up vertically and then like is rounded off is more it, i would say that's a bevel yeah yeah so i bet you that tachymeter looks really cool because of yeah. that distortion yeah. with that yeah, I I I appreciate more. You know, I I'm drawn to more of the watches that have that don't have a bezel on them, a rotating bezel on them, and have it sort of integrated. Uh, but every time I go looking, I end up going for the one that has the that has the bezel because it's just it adds another it adds another feature, and I like I'm very in that tool watch. Like, oh, I need one more. You know, like. I can turn it to get the countdown timer or like the another hour time zone, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Well, if you going, I think the acts. These are two great chronographs, and we'll leave the links to these in the in the show notes. But you can you can look them up. Uh, you know, this is the Forzo F R Z O Z O G one, and it's on the Watch Gecko site, which is just a fantastic site for getting watch straps as well. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is where I I buy I used to buy a lot of watch straps from. Um, well, uh, even though the last two are good, like the Seiko, definitely getting it. Uh, this Forzo, I really like the look of it. But I think the absolute home run today is, for some reason, who, if I, I don't know if Timex has hired a new designer, mm-hmm. but the last month or so, mm. they have been knocking out some yeah. incredible watches. That Pan Am one, right? That was, that a was huge a, yeah. Hit. Yeah, that was when I saw when I saw this new one. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, "Wait, wait, was it Timex that just did the Pan Am one?" And then it was like, "Oh yeah, that's." And I was like, "They are, they are, uh, yeah, knocking it out of the park for sure." Yeah, absolutely. And some of the uh, the Q Timex, which is their vintage line, they've got some amazing um, versions that they've been doing. They did a a gold cased one, but this one is. I believe they released it today, and I'm surprised it's not sold out. It's called the Q Timex Chronograph. Graph. It's a 40 millimeter one, and it looks, yeah. it looks stunning. It's two hundred dollars on the strap, oh. two nineteen on the bracelet. It's just they've just done an absolute, it, yeah, awesome, awesome job. They've captured again. They've captured this vintage racing aesthetic right right i think it's like the i think I mean, with the price and it's yeah it it 
it reminds me of the last of the last two, the Seiko and the the last two that we looked at. So wow. Yeah, and absolutely. And this again, if we, uh, uh, this is just available on the uh, the Timex website. They're doing, they've done again. They've done a panda and then a reverse panda. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the one that comes on the bracelet, it looks again to your earlier point. It looks almost like this one is integrated in there, yeah. doesn't it? it the the yeah. lugs are hidden within the case. Yeah, that that triangle squared off lug design is, I think, is back. <laughs> we've got. Because this is, yeah, this is like, you know, watch number two. But, uh, you know, I've seen this. This style is making a, a big comeback um, where it looks like it's almost an integrated bracelet. But but it's it's not. It And it looks, you know, I saw it on the leather strap. It looks it looks really sharp. It looks good. Looks yeah, good. They, they've done a they've done an absolute incredible job of this. It's got the Q Timex, but the Q, the Timex is almost written in. A sort of a new it's their new font but it's kind of vintagey and then q mm-hmm. the q is at the top um again this won't be mecha quartz because i don't because timex don't, as far as i know don't use mecha quartz because that's a Seiko right. technology so this will be a traditional um quartz, quartz watch so chronograph, yeah yeah you've yeah. got it looks stunning that the sub dials are, are large i think this for 200 dollars is it i think right? it's absolute steel it's unbeatable yeah. it it's yeah. just Perfect what's, um, vintage. What's chic. the size? What's the size on uh, size on wrist here? What do we? Uh... Yeah, so it's forty millimeters. Forty mil. Oh, yeah, uh, it's thirteen point five millimeters thick. Yeah, the I'm interesting sure. thing with it is, is that the bracelet or the 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 bracelet flare flares out. So in fact, it's only the recess is only eighteen millimeters. So okay. you're probably gonna have to leave it on the strap that it comes with because oh, you're unlikely to get it onto a NATO, I would say. Because yeah, 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 yeah. The, they did the, the right, right, yeah. And so you you can get those. Uh, you can get like a flared out leather strap. And actually, uh, most most people that like most watch shops will have a little notch uh, tool, okay. which I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah. So basically, that. yeah, basically they just they they just take a take a 20 mil strap or a 22 mil strap and they'll just like notch two millimeters out of both sides of it and then put the spring bar back in an an 18 mil spring bar and so that it'll it'll line up it'll line up and look good but you just have to be uh just have to be brave and, and and have them cut a notch in it so that it'll it'll fit but um the the included leather strap looks good but i think you know i think i think you're not completely limited in options here like it's not like a it's not like an odd size or it's not like a you know integrated bracelet thing where you you can't find a watch strap for it yeah exactly so that's in the q the q timex range but even last week they released a water waterbury yeah at 41 millimeter a chronograph which is very similar aesthetic except it's got silver subdials and that one's only 179 dollars yeah um yeah. again that if has a want... real vintage right. aesthetic if you're a uh young have no money watch collector and you want to get some uh you want to get some street cred uh this this looks this, this looks amazing and if you're an old long time watch collector and you just want something to throw on that's ready to go all the time these uh the waterberries are cool looking they've done a spectacular job of this they also released another one called the dive chronograph which is 
all silver, so silver dial, silver case, silver tachymeter, but the sub-dials are quite interesting. They're blue, a reddy orange, and then like a teal color. Mm-hmm. And I posted it to one of our watch groups, watch discussion groups, and it really divided opinion. I actually yeah. quite like the look of it. But... Yeah, I, I see. I can see why. So so when I see this, it reminds me of the, uh, it reminds me of the Zenith El Primero. Okay, that's what yeah. that's what pops in my head, and so then I know what they were going for, but but once I see those colors, I'm like, it's, it's not they're they're not the right colors, and it's like weird. If you if you approached it as a uh you know 1970s dive watch with fun colors on it, yeah, then I then I totally get I totally get it. Yeah, so like uh, Mido or Mido mm-hmm. did with their. Mm-hmm decompression dial that mm-hmm. was a lot of color but they definitely pulled it off very well right right yeah yeah no, it's a yeah fun fun color you know if you're into it that's that's cool that's cool but yeah i, I mean just like uh sam is on the like main timex page and has like you know the top you know eight watches here all eight chronographs here and it's like absolute hit absolute hit the colors are fun absolute hit like just a great, great everyday wear. They got the 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 Waterbury Weekender. Um, they got the Pan Am, which is yeah, this that's Pan Am. Cool. I'm sure it's still yeah, it's still sold out. I think they okay. sold out straight away, uh, partly yeah. because it came with an absolute awesome replica of oh, the know, Pan right? Am pin badge. It so came good. in a Pan Am box. They, they yep. did it. This is it's definitely a, a cheeky nod to IWC, isn't it? But the fact oh, that they yeah, used the Pan Am sure, logo for sure. But again, I mean, like it's it's two hundred nineteen on the on the website on the website. How can you how can you beat it? That's great. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. I'm I'm amazed that because Pan Am still gets it's 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 had a lot of love, hasn't it? For at least the last ten years, they did that Pan Am show didn't they and i know there's a lot of pan am merchandise that you can still buy i'm surprised that i think they got bought by american airlines i'm surprised right. somebody's not tried to spin up spin them back up as a sister airline they you know? did a um i i have to look i they did a um uh they did something in los angeles where they did like a a restaurant lounge yeah well, a couple think, of years um, ago before before the pandemic that they that they had where they had all the merch and they had the stewardesses dressed up in in period correct and i, I think i mean it, it definitely calls to that like the golden age of air travel when we weren't you know when it wasn't a bus and we weren't packed in i mean yeah and i think is it um I think I'm going to remember this wrong, but I think it might be JFK that actually has a terminal that is set up like TWA. And yeah, they right. They have the TWA original hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hotel mm-hmm. TWA right. hotel at JFK. Yeah, because yeah. they because they made that uh, they made that uh, terminal, and that terminal is like it is 100 percent exactly what like peak like 60s 70s peak aviation style and to the point where they were like they were like oh we have to demolish this and then someone was like no we have to save this we have to save this and 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 celebrate it yeah it was a very famous designer wasn't it i forget who it was that actually Mm -hmm. um designed the the terminal it was yeah it's absolutely uh fantastic and I, i think that 
vintage aviation plays into those vintage pilot watches as well where you know the romance of a time where you perhaps needed a, a right pilot's right. watch yep yep right where, where, yeah exactly the gold the golden age of yeah no it's it's a cool uh it's a cool throwback i think it's um i think it's you know a little uh you know it's a it's certainly a a, a fun take on those pilot watches um from that era it's great yeah and while we're talking about quartz watches i made a comment on one of the live streams that i think g-shock is definitely taking note of the moon watch hysteria mm. because mm-hmm. they've been knocking out some really interesting design they've, they've really been taking a lot of uh, i wouldn't say risks but they've definitely taken more chances i think and they have completely redesigned as of today the the what we call the Cassioke. So there's a mm-hmm. new Cassioke version, which is the GAB001, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't know how you describe this. It's, it looks more like a, ro- a robot or like an <laughs> yeah, anime yeah, version. That's, yeah, that's the... right. Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to like, I'm glad you said that because yeah, it looks, it looks, yeah, more like a, like a robot helmet, you know, like this is more the, um, the yeah like the spacex helmet kind of kind of look with the sort of integrated yeah or a watch the... they a watch that they would have in a film that was made in the 80s or 90s that was predicting the future like um right. demolition man <laughs> it, it, yes, this yeah. this looks like a watch that they would have it has that future future world look that was the right. 80s and 90s was yeah. synonymous with yeah 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 or like this a minority is, uh, report like or t- oh yeah or even um uh was i was just watching the thing on um uh total recall yes right yeah like like a watch on total recall and how that's such a it's funny it was because it was like they were talking about it it's like it's such a weird like it was like you know it, it was a uh not a crazy budget film, but it was, but it's regarded like when it came out, it came out to like weird reviews. Like people were like, eh, this movie, I don't understand this movie. And then 20 years later, it's such a cult film. I love it. Oh yeah. Because it, it was at a time when the, the, you know, it was, it was being it was made at a time where it was very much like it was a heroes and villains and there was always a happy ending. Whereas the, the, the ending of total recall, you, you don't know whether it's happy or not. Right. You don't know whether he imagined yeah. the whole thing or right. whether yeah. he did yeah, actually like escape. Ridley and... Scott kind of, yeah, they like, it could all be imagined. And then it was interesting. They were, uh, it was where they were first starting to do motion capture. So they did like so the X-ray uh, scene where they're going through the X-ray. They they tried to do motion capture, so early early version of motion capture, and apparently they they, they had to go back and like just and just draw it all by hand because they're like we couldn't get any of it. Like like Arnold came down and was supposed to be wearing like a black T-shirt with all the silver dots on it, you know, which is now we're completely that's like standard we know what that looks like but we're talking a you know movie from from you know early early days no digital stuff and uh all all model work all original so like it's one of those things where like it it kind of doesn't hold up because you like you know it's a model but at the same time it looks so like that nostalgic 80s sci-fi movie oh yeah and i would take 
especially the where he's wearing the helmet of the lady and you can tell it's stop frame animation when it all separates out i would take that any day over bad cgi yeah i think because it shows that actually blood sweat and tears went into it and that that scene with the um the the x-ray scene that you mentioned is just one of the most it's got to be one of the most iconic scenes in an oh, action yeah. film yeah ever. yeah which is a full 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 page uh or full wall of x-ray that just like everybody's going through it yeah no they did a just a fantastic job and it was like uh so i came out in 1990 i was just checking i was like i was gonna i called it an 80 sci-fi but i was like Meh. it was like right on the end <laughs> well I, I guess they, they they probably filmed it in the 80s but i watched them yeah. um, i know we're going on to a film tangent here but i watched running man again Mm. for and i hadn't seen it for years and what struck me is it's still a great film but right. as i'm watching i'm like oh this is actually only two studios they've got the studio that set up like the tv studio and then the right. other studio that set up where they're having to go through the, all the these challenges tasks. yeah the challenges are yeah yeah uh yeah, it was it was an interesting that's an interesting adaptation that's a that's a based on a uh, stephen king book I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I, 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 it's one of those things that I always forget, and then when somebody mm-hmm. brings it up, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I do remember. But but also like all the all the Stephen King fans are like, you know, it's kind of a good thing that he had no control over it and didn't write the screenplay, and because it may not have been, you know, because like Stephen King movies are like, uh, you know, one out of every ten. I would say, and maybe I'm being too harsh, and I apologize. I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm my Stephen King fans, but I, I've, uh, you know, I've got a, I've read tons and tons of his stuff, and I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like sometimes he gets involved, and it turns into a, or it'll turn into a um, TV series. Yeah, and like so, The Shining did, like right. the actual real, the real Shining that he wrote his version mm-hmm. of it that was supposed to be set in the stanley hotel in um fort collins or the mm-hmm. the rocky mountain national reserve i've actually been to that hotel and they talk about it because the film that was just so iconic what that the the approach the film the approach going up to mm-hmm. the stanley hotel but all of the interiors was in a as a was in a completely yeah. different hotel yeah yeah and they yeah. did a you're right they did a three-part miniseries that practically nobody's ever seen right and they set that actually in the hotel yeah yeah it's it's an interesting we and we um uh we found i had to dig for it we found the stand miniseries which was which was on TV again in the in the mid nineties, and so we. That. But I had to dig for that. Like nobody had that. Like I couldn't. I had to. I had to find that on the depths of the internet. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's um, it's it's so funny watching films back, isn't it? From when you were a, when you were a kid, or you remember them. I guess from the eighties and nineties, and seeing them now. And in many respects, I think that a lot of CGI has been overdone. Uh, yeah, to, yeah to death but really. uh but back to uh yeah back to cassio back to i think yeah. they're i think they're uh i think that that like you know that aesthetic they i think they're they're nailing it is that is that like what is that is that straight on that square wow yeah give me a little give me a little bell and ross vibe there <laughs> well yeah and it's, it's like a two-part case construction and they're oh, knocking okay. these out at 140 dollars, which is an absolute steal yeah they've yeah. got one that definitely looks like it's straight out of tron which is wow like a, a yeah teal. that's totally a tron watch Woo. 
Yeah, I, that, quite, that, I really quite like that. So it's an it's sort of any like, digi the same as the yep. Cassiope. This is like a translucent, uh, light teal. There are not light. I'd say just a translucent teal color. That it's yeah, and then it's got, got a gray from, and a sort of a gray yeah. red one, like a translucent is it, gray case. Is it is it running seconds in the left hand side that dial, or is that dial do something else? I can't. I can't tell. That's it's the, a the mode it's a few, selector. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's a future spaceship. So, oh, there's the zoom in. Okay. So that's the Bluetooth. Oh, okay. oh it's got Bluetooth on it as well, oh, which oh, is one hundred forty dollars right. is an absolute steal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and so this one. Uh, so then it tells you um, what uh, Stargate symbol you have, and then down at the bottom it uh, tells you what planet you're on. Okay. Yeah. No. This is great. This yeah. Is I quite like the way that they've done that <laughs> that mode selector because it's it's yeah. it's square instead of being a pointer, and they've done yeah. like squares behind it, so that'll give an interesting look. As it looks like yeah, it, um, like so when you need to find the ejection handle, perfect. Yes, it does look like that, doesn't it? it looks <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. a, a caution. Um, yeah, a caution thing. Yeah, yeah. A, a quick pull handle. Yeah, well, there you go, guys. So I, that was probably uh, we had to do a little bit more explaining there because we're on audio only. But I'll leave the links to the watches that we've talked about in the show notes. But they were the the new Casio, the GAB zero zero one dash one A. We talked about the new Seiko, the SSC nine one one. Uh, we talked about the Waterbury, the Pan Am on Timex, mm-hmm. and then we talked about the Timex Q chronograph, and then we talked about the Watch Gecko, the Forzo, which is F O R Z O G one. So those were the those were the chronographs. But yeah, really exciting, exciting week for quartz chronographs and quartz watches in general. That's great. Awesome. Well, as always, we really appreciate you listening. Chat to you next time on Casual Watch Talk. Thanks, guys. Bye.